Hi everyone, and welcome to the Black Soul Music Experience. I'm your DJ and host, Sam Wilson Jr., and I'll be bringing you the history of black music, gospel, jazz, blues, old school classic soul, old school hip hop, today's hip hop and R&B, Caribbean, Latin, Afrobeat, Afro-Latina, Blue-Eyed Soul, Disco, Go-Go, Lion Dances, and The Lost 45s. So come join me right now as I bring you the history of Black music, right now on the Black Soul Music Experience. Welcome to the Black Soul Music Experience. I'm Sam Wilson Jr., and we're in the month of May. So on this episode of the Black Soul Music Experience podcast, we're celebrating Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. As I bring you a topic on your favorite Asian American Pacific Islander heritage singers. So how much do you know about your favorite Asian American Pacific Islander heritage singers? Well, I'm glad you asked. Did you know that there are some Afro-Asians as well as Asian-Caribbeans? Yes, there are some others that I can mention. Did you know that jazz singer Tamiko Jones is Asian, Cherokee, African-American? You didn't know that, did you? Well, when I was little, I got a chance to listen to a song called The Sidewinder that featured jazz musician Herbie Mann. And I looked on the album cover, and there it is, Herbie Mann on the flute and singer Tamiko Jones. So I knew off of hand that she was Asian, but she was mixed. She's Asian, African-American, Cherokee. So that's what you're going to be hearing on this episode of the Black Soul Music Experience Podcast as we celebrate Asian-American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So, I'm about to educate you. So, are you ready? Here we go. Singer, songwriter, and actress Yvonne Elliman, born on December 29th, 1951 in Honolulu, Hawaii. And yes, she is Asian American. Her mom was Japanese and her dad was Irish. She made her debut on Broadway when she was discovered by Tim Rice and Andrew Lloyd Webber in the Broadway musical Jesus Christ Superstar. She performed the Broadway version two years in London, that was back in 1970, and the other two in the United States. She had her first single in 1971 with the ballad entitled I Don't Know How to Love Him, which made its debut on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Charts, where she played the role of Mary Magdalene. Now, she also played the role in the 1973 movie version, Jesus Christ Superstar, released by Universal Pictures, starring Ted Neely as Jesus and singer Carl Anderson as Judas. Yvonne Elliman was nominated for a Golden Globe Award for Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Comedy, or Musical at the 1974 Golden Globe Awards. 
Her self-titled debut LP, Yvonne Elliman, was released in 1972 on the DECA label. Her other albums include Food of Love in 1973 and Rising Sun in 1975. Her three albums failed on Billboard's Top 200 album charts. But it wasn't until the fall of 1976 she made her breakthrough with the soulful ballad, Love Me, written by the Bee Gees, Barry and Robin Gibb, and produced by former Motown musician Freddie Perrin. The song went to number 14 on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Shorts and number 5 on Billboard's Adult Contemporary Singles Shorts. The song was added to her LP, Love Me, released on the RSO Polydor label back in February of 1977, and the album was produced by Freddie Perrin. Her other two hits include the remake of the Bee Gees' I Can't Get You Out of My Mind, and one of my favorites, Hello Stranger, which was released back on March 17th, 1977. Her song went to number 15 on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Shorts, number 57 on Billboard's Soul Singles Shorts, and number one on Billboard's Easy Listening, which later became Adult Contemporary Singles Shorts, on April 30th, 1977 for four weeks. Her next album was called Night Flight, released back in February of 1978, which featured the song If I Can't Have You from the Saturday Night Fever original motion picture soundtrack LP released back in November of 1977. The song went to number one on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Charts on May 13, 1978 for one week, number nine on Billboard's Adult Contemporary Singles Charts, and number 60 on Billboard's Soul Singles Charts. So as you can see, Yvonne Elliman did the song real good because I didn't know that it was a remake, which was originally recorded by Miss Barbara Lewis back in 1965. So when I first heard this song back in 1977, I heard the song on 66 WNBC AM radio in New York City. That was, I came out of graduation back on June 28th of 1977. And as I said, when I first heard this song, it was Yvonne Elliman. And as I said, I didn't know that it was a remake of the 1965 version, which was originally recorded by Barbara Lewis. So Yvonne Elliman, you did good. So fully good. Now, here's another singer that you may not know, and yes, Hawaiian Soul. The late Dick Jensen was born in Kalihi, Hawaii, on the island of Oahu. He is Hawaiian, French, Danish, English, and Irish. He is known as the White Hot Soul Singer of Hawaii. His dance moves were compared to the late Jackie Wilson and the late James Brown. Dick made his New York City debut in 1970. 
His debut LP was called White Hot Soul, released on the ABC Probe label in 1969. Then in 1973, he switched to Philadelphia International CBS Records with his self-titled LP, Dick Jensen. And one of the songs that I like from his LP was called New York City is a Lonely Town. And he was the first Asian-American to be on Philadelphia International Records. Sadly, Dick Jensen died on June 21st, 2006 of Lou Gehrig's disease. He was 64 years old. Now here's another Hawaiian, or should I say Asian-American Pacific Islander soul sisters. Yes, I said sisters. And yes, they represent today's hip-hop and R&B. Jain Aiko, born on March 16, 1988, and her big sister, Jamila Aiko, better known as Mila J, was born on November 18, 1982. Yes, they are both Native American, African American, Latino, and Japanese descent. And they were both born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Jain is known for her ethereal vocal style and evocative lyricism. She got her start in 2002 doing background vocals and appearing in music videos with the group B2K. In 2013, she appeared on Big Sean's single Beware featuring Lil Wayne that became her first top 40 hit on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles charts back in November of 2013. At the same time, Jain signed a contract with Artyanum, distributed by Def Jam Recordings. Her first EP was titled Sail Out, where she had three singles, including 3.16 AM, Bet Peace featuring Childish Gambino, and The Worst. Her EP went platinum and it sold over 3 million copies in print and streaming online. Jain had released three full albums, including Sold Out, released on September 9th, 2014. Her second album, Trip, released back on September 22nd, 2017. And her third album, Chalumbo, released on March 6th, 2020. The album Chalumbo was nominated for three Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year. On January 18th, 2014, she performed on NBC's Saturday Night Live alongside Drake, who was the music and guest host to perform the song From Time. From Drake's LP, Nothing Was the Same. Now, here's a Black Soul music experience FYI for you all, ladies and gentlemen. In 2003, Jain Aiko was set to release her debut LP entitled My Name is Jain through her labels Sony, The Ultimate Group, and Epic. However, the album was never released, and Aiko asked to be released from the label in order to continue her school education. Now here's another 
Black Soul Music Experience, FYI. P.S. for you all, ladies and gentlemen. In 2016, she appeared with Omarion and Chris Brown for the song Post to Be. Meanwhile, her big sister, Mila J, along with her other sister, Mayoko, and a new member, Paulette Maxwell, was in a new group called Girl, that spells G-Y-R-L, which was formed by Chris Stokes back in 1991. The group began touring with the R&B group Immature, which later changed its name to IMX, which at the time was signed with Silas MCA Universal Records. In 1995, the female group debuted single Play Another Slow Jam peaked at number 74 on Billboard's Hot R&B Songs charts, but did not chart on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles charts. After the single, there were more changes with the group. After that, the group disbanded. In 2005, Mila joined another group called Dame Four, who released a single called How We Roll. After that, the group split up. She signed with Motown Records in 2013 with her debut LP called Mila, or M. I. L. A. She released her first single, Smoke, Drink, Breakup, with the music video premiered on BET's 106 and Park. The song peaked at number 33 on Billboard's R&B hip-hop single shorts. She won an MVPA award for Best R&B Music Video. In the summer of 2016, her next album was called 213. Her song from the LP, Kickin' Back, was released at number 31 on Billboard's mainstream R&B hip-hop single shorts and number 29 on Billboard's R&B hip-hop airplay single shorts. In 2017, she left Motown and formed her own record label with a new LP called 1118 on the Silent Partner Entertainment November Rain label. Now, Jain's musical influences was Janet Jackson, while her older sister Mila's musical influences was also Janet Jackson and also Brandy, Prince, and TLC. And speaking of Prince, Mila J got her big break as a dancer in the music video Diamonds and Pearls. And that was released back in the fall of 1991. And that was in Prince's LP called Diamonds and Pearls, which was Prince and the New Power Generation. Now, here's another Asian-American Pacific Islander singer that you may not know about. Did you know that Anne-Marie was Afro-Asian? Well, it's true. Anne-Marie was born as Anne-Marie Rogers on January 12, 1980 in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Her mom is Korean and her dad is African-American. In 2002, her debut single, Why Don't We Fall in Love, P, 
peaked at number 23 on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Shorts and number 9 on Billboard's R&B Hip Hop Singles Shorts. Her follow-up song, Talking to Me, reached at number 51 on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Shorts and number 18 on Billboard's R&B Hip Hop Singles Shorts. Her debut LP, All I Have, the album went to number 9 on Billboard's Top 200 Album Shorts and number 2 on Billboard's R&B Hip Hop Album Shorts. The album went gold and had sold over 500,000 copies in print. Her next album was called Touch. Now, her second album was an R&B album. And this album mixes with some funky percussions and go-go beats. Her song, One Thing, went to number one on Billboard's R&B hip-hop single Shorts on April 30th, 2005 for one week. Her album went to number five on Billboard's Top 200 Album Shorts and number three on Billboard's Hip Hop Album Shorts. The album went gold and had sold over 500,000 copies in print. And this was the most requested song and album at the dance clubs. Her album was nominated for two Grammy Awards, including... Best Contemporary R&B Album at the 2006 Grammy Awards. Now, this is just a start. So don't go nowhere, ladies and gentlemen, because I have some more Afro-Asian, Asian-Caribbean, mm-hmm, yes, Filipino, African-American, Cherokee. Mm, you didn't know that. Well, I'm about to bring it to you because what you're about to hear will shock you. At the same time, I'm going to educate you. So I'm going to take a quick break and we'll come right back and we'll bring you more of your favorite Asian American Pacific Islander heritage singers as we celebrate Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. You're listening to the Black Soul Music Experience. I'm Sam Wilson Jr. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in to my new podcast called the Black Soul Music Experience Podcast. If you haven't, now you get a chance to tune in and listen to seasons one and two of my Black Soul Music Experience Podcast, where I play all your favorite black music and we give you new topics, and you never know what I'm going to be playing next. So all you need to do is pick, browse, and make sure you tune in. And if you want to hear the whole podcast episode, please subscribe by going to anchor.fm slash Samuel Wilson Jr. slash subscribe. But if you want me to continue with season three, then I need your help. Make sure you pass it on to your friends, your family relatives, your neighbors, your co-workers, your church members, your classmates, and for those that don't even know. And if you want to hear all the favorite black music that you missed and love, make sure you tune in and support my podcast, the Black Soul Music Experience Podcast, where I bring you all your favorite black music from yesterday and today, and hopefully 
I will get a brand new special guest to come on to my podcast. So come on out and make sure you tune in to the Black Soul Music Experience Podcast. All you have to do is subscribe by going to anchor.fm slash Samuel dash Wilson Jr. slash subscribe. And please support my podcast. Go to anchor.fm slash Samuel dash Wilson Jr. slash support. And make sure you tune in to the Black Soul Music Experience Podcast every Tuesdays, available on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for your support. Welcome to the Black Soul Music Experience. I'm Sam Wilson Jr. As we celebrate Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, as I bring you a topic on your favorite Asian American Pacific Islander singers from back in the day and today. So before I continue, I want to ask you this question, America and all over the world, who was your favorite Asian American Pacific Islander singer from back in the day and today. It could be from all genres. It could be pop, soul, disco, Caribbean, or hip hop. Go to anchor.fm slash Samuel dash Wilson Jr. slash messages. And I want to hear a word from you. So share with me about your favorite. Who was your favorite Asian American Pacific Islander singer from back in the day and today. It could be from any genre. It could be from pop, soul, disco, Caribbean, and hip hop. Go to anchor.fm slash Samuel dash Wilson Jr. slash messages. And I want to hear a word from you and share with us and share with everybody all around the world and America who are listening to my Black Soul Music experience podcast. Now, are you ready for the next Asian American that you did not know? Well, here's another artist that you didn't know. Anderson Pack was born on February 8th, 1986 in Oxnard, California. His mom was Korean and his dad was African American. He is best remembered for his 2019 hit called Make It Better featuring Smokey Robinson from his LP entitled Ventura, released on the Aftermath label, released on April 12, 2019. Although the song Make It Better did well on Billboard's R&B hip-hop singles charts, it didn't do well on Billboard's Hot 100 pop singles charts but the album went to number four on Billboard's Top 200 Album Shorts and it won a Grammy Award for Best R&B Album at the 2020 62nd Annual Grammy Awards. On February 26, 2021, Anderson Pack and singer and songwriter Bruno Mars announced they formed a band together called Silk Sonic. Their debut LP was entitled An Evening with Silk Sonic, released on the Aftermath Atlantic label on November 21st, 2021. The song Leave the Door Open was released on March 5th, 2021, and it debuted at number four on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Shorts, and then it went to number one on April 17th, 2021 for two weeks. On number one, Billboard's R&B Hip Hop Singles Shorts, 
It went at May 8th, 2021 for three weeks. Number one on Billboard's R&B Songs charts on March 20th, 2021 for two weeks. And number one on Billboard's Rhythmic Singles charts on May 1st, 2021 for one week. It also went to number six on Billboard's Adult Contemporary Singles charts. Number seven on Billboard's Adult Top 40 Singles Shorts, and number five on Billboard's Mainstream Top 40 Singles Shorts. The song went double platinum and it sold over 2 million copies in print and streaming online. It won an American Music Award for Favorite Soul and R&B Song at the 2021 American Music Awards. They also won two Soul Train Music Awards. One was for Song of the Year, and the second one was for the Ashford and Simpson Songwriters Award at the 2021 Soul Train Music Awards. They won a Billboard Music Award for Top R&B Song at the 2022 Billboard Music Awards. And they also received an iHeartRadio Music Award for R&B Song of the Year at the 2022 iHeartRadio Music Awards. And they won four Grammys. One was for Record of the Year. The second one was for Song of the Year. The third one was for Best R&B Performance by Duo or Group. And the fourth one was for Best R&B Song at the 2022 64th Annual Grammy Awards. Their follow-up songs include Skate, Smoking Out the Window, After Last Night, and the remake of Confunction's Love's Train. The album went to number two on Billboard's Top 200 Album Shorts and number one on Billboard's R&B Hip Hop Album Shorts. The album went platinum and it sold over a million copies in print and streaming online. Now, their album, Silk Sonic, contains elements of Motown, disco, funk, and Philly soul. Now, speaking of Bruno Mars, let me tell you about Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars was born as Peter Jean Hernandez, and yes, he is Asian Latino. And he was born on October 8th, 1985 in Honolulu, Hawaii. His dad is Puerto Rican and Jewish, and he's originally from Brooklyn, New York, and his ancestry were from Hungary and Ukraine. And his mom is Filipino and Spanish and is originally from the Philippines. Bruno is known for his retro showmanship performances playing musical styles of genres of pop, soul, R&B, funk, disco, reggae, and rock and roll. Mars made his debut back in the summer of 2010 with his group The Hooligans with their debut LP entitled Doo-Wop and Hooligans. Their single, Just The Way You Are, released on July 20th, 2010. The LP was released on October 4th, 2010. The song went to number one on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Charts on October 2nd, 2010, for three weeks. And the album went to number three on Billboard's Top 200 Album Shorts. The song went 
13 Drupal Platinum, and it sold over 13 million copies in print. And the album went 7 Drupal Platinum, and that sold over 7 million copies in print. Other follow-up songs include Grenade, The Lazy Song, Talking to the Moon, and Marry You. His first song, Just the Way You Are, won his first Grammy for Best Male Pop Performance at the 2011 Grammy Awards. His next album was called Unorthodox Jukebox, released on December 7, 2012. But then two years later, he gone funky as a guest vocalist on Mark Ronson's Uptown Funk from Mark Ronson's LP, Uptown Special. The album went to number five on Billboard's Top 200 Album Shorts, and the song went to number one on all of Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Shorts, the Billboard Adult Top 40 Singles Shorts, Billboard's Dance Club Song Singles Shorts, Billboard's Dance Mix Airplay Singles Shorts, Billboard's Mainstream Top 40 Singles Shorts, and on Billboard's Rhythmic Singles Shorts. And it went 11 Drupal Platinum, and it sold over 11 million copies in print. And once again, in 2016, he struck gold again with his next album called 24 Karat Magic. And he had five top 10 hits. And the album went triple platinum, and it sold over 3 million copies in print and streaming online. The album won seven Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year and Best R&B Album at the 2018 Grammy Awards. Now, Bruno made a number of TV appearances, including NBC's Saturday Night Live, where he was the musical guest and guest host on October 20th, 2012. He was a musical guest on November 22nd, 2014. And he did a musical guest and skit on October 15th, 2016. Now, as I said earlier, Bruno Mars met Anderson Pack back in 2017 during the European World Tour. And that's when they come up with this group called Silk Sonic in 2021. Both of them were working on the project from home during COVID in 2020. Bruno Mars' musical influences were Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson and his sister Janet, the Neptunes, Timbaland, Jay-Z, The Roots, R. Kelly, Jodeci, Keep Sweat, New Edition, Bobby Brown, Led Zeppelin, The Beatles, Stevie Wonder, Freddie Mercury, and Bob Marley. Now, here's a Black Soul Music Experience FYI for you all, ladies and gentlemen. Bruno Mars made his TV debut on the Arsenio Hall Show Season 2 back in the spring of 1990. And he was on a skit called Arsenio's Star Time. Now, that was just a spoof of the TV show Star Search, which was aired back in 1983 up until 1992. And it was hosted by Ed McMahon. Bruno Mars was impersonating Elvis Presley. And as I said, that episode was aired back in the spring of 1990. Now, here's another Asian American that you may not know. And her name is Miss Gabriella Saramento Wilson. 
and no, we are not related. She is known professionally as her. That's capital H period, capital E period, capital R period. And she was born on June 27th, 1997 in Vallejo, California, and was later raised in San Francisco's Bay Area. Her mom is Filipino-American, and her dad is African-American. She made her EP debut back in 2016 with her self-titled EP called Her, Volume 1, on the RCA label, and it was followed by four other EPs. Her first compilation album, Her, was released in 2017, consisting of tracks from her first two EPs, plus six additional songs. Her EPs were nominated for five Grammy Awards, and she won two out of the five Grammy Awards. One was for Best R&B Performance, and the other one was for Best R&B Album at the 2019 61st Annual Grammy Awards. It also won the album Mixtape of the Year, but this was at the 2018 Soul Train Music Awards. Her next album that I love, and the next album that she released was called I Used to Know Her, The Prelude. And it was released on August 3rd, 2018. Now, as I said, the song that I like was called Could Have Been. And that was a love ballad slow jam, which was released on September 25th, 2018. The song went to number 76 on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Shorts and number 39 on Billboard's R&B Hip Hop Singles Shorts. And it also went to number two on Billboard's Adult R&B songs charts. Now, the EP went to number 20 on Billboard's Top 200 Albums charts and number 12 on Billboard's Hip Hop Albums charts. Now, the song went double platinum and it sold over 2 million copies in print and streaming online and the song was nominated for a BET Award for Best Collaboration at the 2019 BET Awards and she was also nominated for an MTV VMA for Best R&B Video at the 2019 MTV VMAs. Excuse me. In the summer of 2020, following the George Floyd protest, she released the song "I Can't Breathe." The song was awarded at the Song of the Year at the 2021. 63rd Annual Grammy Awards. That same year, her song Fight For You from the movie Judas and the Black Messiah won an Oscar for Best Original Song at the 2021 Academy Awards. And also on the same year, her LP Back of My Mind was released on June of 2021. Now, here's a Black Soul Music Experience FYI for you all, ladies and gentlemen. At the age of 10, she was performing under her real name, as I said earlier, Gabriella Saramento Wilson. So she shortened her name to Gabby Wilson. 
and she played Alicia Keys on the piano on NBC's The Today Show and at the Apollo Theater on September 23, 2007, and she was covering Aretha Franklin's Freeway of Love. Now, she made her acting debut at the age of nine, starring in the Nickelodeon TV movie, Schoolgirls, that spells G-Y-R-L-S. And on October 24th, 2020, she was the musical guest on NBC's Saturday Night Live performing her songs, Damage and Hold On, and the guest host was Adele. Now, here's a bonus. Everybody's been asking about what her name, her, stands for. As I said earlier, it's capital H, period, capital E, period, capital R, period. It means having everything revealed. So now you know why her name was her. The world will never know. Now here's another Asian American that you may not know. And yes, she is a jazz singer and later later became a soul singer. And her name was Tamiko Jones. Now, Tamiko Jones was born as Barbara Tamiko Ferguson, and she was born in 1945 in Kyle, West Virginia. And yes, she's Japanese, British, and Cherokee Indian. She was later raised in Detroit, Michigan, where she first got her big break singing at a club in 1961. She began her career performing pop songs in a jazz style. Her first record release was called Is It a Sin? released on Checker Records in 1963. She moved to Atlantic's Atco label where she recorded the song Rhapsody in 1964. By 1966, she moved to Golden World Records and recorded a song called I'm Spellbound. Next, she reinstated with Atlantic Records back in 1967, where she did a duet album with jazz artist Herbie Mann, and the name of the album was called A Man and a Woman. And as I said, the album was released in 1967. In 1975, she switched to doing soul music with her breakthrough hit called Touch Me Baby, Reaching Out for Your Love. And the song was written by the late Johnny Bristol and it was released on the Arista label. The song reached the number 60 on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Shorts and number 12 on Billboard's Soul Singles Shorts. In 1976, she did a song called Let It Flow, and it went to number 76 on Billboard's Soul Singles charts on the Contempo label. In 1977, Cloudy on the Atlantis label, and it went to number 92 on Billboard's Soul Singles charts. And in 1979, she did a song called Can't Live Without Your Love on the Polydor label. The song went to number 70 on Billboard's Soul Single Shorts. And her last single was a remake of Marvin Gaye's I Want You. Now, are you ready for another artist? <laughs> well, 
Here's another artist that I'm sure you already know, and that's from Caribbean music. Mr. Byron St. Elmo Lee, but we all know him as Byron Lee. And he was born in Christiana, Jamaica, West Indies. He was a musician, record producer, and entrepreneur. He is best known for his work as the leader of Byron Lee and the Dragoneers. Now, his mother was Chinese Jamaican, and his dad was Chinese coming from Hong Kong. Byron learned to play piano at a convent school in Mandeville, Jamaica, West Indies. But he put music on the hold, where he was selected to be a football player at the Jamaica National Football Team. Now, he taught himself to play bass on a homemade instrument, and around 1950, along with his friend Carl Brady, he formed the first incarnation of the Dragoneers, named after the college football team that played four, and at that time, concentrating on Mento. Now, the band turned professional in 1956 and went on to become one of Jamaica's leading ska bands containing synths and taking in other genres, such as Calypso, Soca, and Mas, that's M-A-S. Byron Lee worked as a producer doing ska singles for Toots and the Maytels, and he also became the head of distribution for Atlantic Records. Yes, Atlantic Records, founded by Amet and Nishi Artigan. That's the record label that brought us Aretha Franklin, Roberta Flack, and the Rolling Stones. He also purchased the West Indie Records Limited recording studios from future Prime Minister of Jamaica, Edward Siega. After fire destroyed the pressing plant and renamed it Dynamic Sounds, it became one of the best recording studios and record company attracting both local and international recording artists, including Paul Simon and the Rolling Stones. Sadly, Byron Lee died on November 4, 2008 from bladder cancer. He was 73 years old. Now, here's a Black Soul Music Experience FYI for you all, ladies and gentlemen. Did you know that Byron Lee and the Dragoneers made their motion picture debut in the first James Bond movie, Dr. No? Well, that is true. The movie, Dr. No, released by United Artists in Jamaica in 1962 and in 1963 here in the United States. They were playing the song, Jamaica Jump Up, at Pussy Fellas Calypso Bar. Now, here's another artist that you may not know, <laughs> but we all know she's from the Caribbean, her name is Chensia Linda Lee, known professionally as Chensia, born on October 1st, 1996 in Mandeville, Jamaica, West Indies. Yes, she's a Libra. Her mom was Afro-Jamaican and her dad was Korean. Both of her parents were divorced. She made her debut back in 2015 when she did the remix of Vibe Cartel's song Lodi at the Reggae Sunfest. Two years later, she performed at the Reggae Sunfest. As her 
notoriety grew, she toured internationally. She gained attention after appearing on songs with Vibes Cartel, Sean Paul, Kanye West, and Christina Aguilera. In 2019, she signed a recording contract with Interscope Records and released the song Blessed featuring Tyga. In 2021, she was featured on the Kanye West label Donda and on the songs that features Pure Souls with Roddy Rich and OK OK Part 2 with Ruga. Shansia received a Grammy Award nomination for Album of the Year as a featured artist at the 2022 64th Annual Grammy Awards. She also won Best Reggae Act at the 2021 MOBO Awards. And in 2022, she released a single called Lick, featuring hip-hop rap artist Megan Thee Stallion from her new LP, Alpha. And you can check it out. Her album is out right now, streaming on iTunes and Spotify, and you can purchase a CD at Amazon. I'm Sam Wilson Jr., and we're going to take another quick break as I bring you more of your favorite Asian American Pacific Islander singers that you did not know whether you are Afro-Asian or other nationalities. But I'm going to give you some more information that you may not know, although it may shock you, but at the same time, it's educational, too. So I'll be right back as I continue with more of your favorite Asian American Pacific Islander singers from back in the day from all genres, pop, soul, disco, Caribbean, and hip hop. You're listening to the Black Soul Music Experience. Welcome back to the Black Soul Music Experience. I'm Sam Wilson Jr. As we celebrate Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, as I do a topic on your favorite Asian American Pacific Islander singers from back in the day and today. Now, before we close out, I want to hear a word from you, America, and all over the world. Who was your favorite Asian American Pacific Islander singer from all your favorite genres? Was it pop, soul, disco, Caribbean, or hip hop? Go to anchor.fm slash Samuel dash Wilson Jr. slash messages. I want to hear a word from you, America, and from all over the world as we celebrate Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Who was your favorite Asian American Pacific Islander singer from back in the day that had soul? Whether it's from any genre of pop, soul, disco, Caribbean, or hip-hop, go to anchor.fm slash Samuel dash Wilson Jr. slash messages, and I want to hear a word from you. All right, let's close it out as we wrap up with a few more singers that we want to um, give a shout-out to as they celebrate their Asian heritage. Miss Kalise Rogers better known as Kalise, was born on August 21st, 1979 in the village of Harlem in New York City. 
Her mother was Chinese Puerto Rican, and her dad was African American, who was a jazz musician and a Pentecostal minister, and was a professor at Wesleyan University. Now, Calice was a student at the LaGuardia High School of Music and Art and Performing Arts, where she learned to play the saxophone and won a spot in the Girls' Choir of Harlem. After she graduated from high school, Calice took on a variety of jobs before landing as a backup vocal slot on an album called Fairy Tales, released by the hip-hop group Grave Diggers. She then began working with producers Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo, known as the Neptunes, which ultimately resulted in her being signed to Virgin Records in 1998. Her debut LP, Telescope, released on December 7th, 1999, and she was inspired by jazz and disco music of the 1970s with a mixture of R&B, soul, funk, and hip-hop, furnished with psychedelic spirituality. Her LP leaked at number 144 on Billboard's Top 200 Album Shorts, and number 23 on Billboard's R&B hip-hop album shorts. She had three hits, including Caught Out There, Get Along With You, and Good Stuff. There were no certifications in the United States. The album did well in the UK, and it went gold, and it sold over 167 copies in print. Her next album was called Wonderland, that spells W-A-N-D-E-R-L-A-N-D. And it was released on October 17th, 2001. The album's only single, Young, Fresh, and New, had no certifications in the United States. The single did well at number 32 on the UK singles charts. And the album had no certifications in the US as well. But the album went to number 78 on the UK album charts and number 13 on the UK R&B album charts. Khalees left Virgin Records because the LP was not released in the United States. Now, her next album was called Tasty, and this time she switched labels to her new label called Star Trek Entertainment, which was distributed by Arista Records. The LP was released on December 5th, 2003. Her debut single, Milkshake, was released on August 25th, 2003. It went to number three on Billboard's Hot 100 Pop Singles Shorts. The album went to number 27 on Billboard's Top 200 Albums Shorts and number seven on Billboard's R&B Hip Hop Album Shorts. The song went gold and it sold over 883,000 copies in print. And the album went gold and it sold over 535,000 copies in print. She had three other albums from 2006 to 2017, but nothing can compare to her debut LP and her 2003 LP. 
Now, Khalees will be best remembered for her collaborations, including the late Old Dirty Bastard, or ODB, performing the song Got Your Money back in 1999, and Busta Rhymes performing What It Is back in 2001. Now, what was Khalees doing that time? Well, let me tell you this. While she was not on the road, she was also trained part-time as a saucer. You know, creating your own sauce. Who made the sauce? <laughs> That's right, doing her own sauce. She had her own cooking series on the Cooking Channel, and the other was on Netflix back in April of 2020. Now, as for her marriages, you know, it's been kind of rocky for her. Khalees was once married. Yes, she was once married to rapper Nas from 2004 to 2009. They have one son. And then Khalees was married again. And this time she was married to photographer Mike Mora. That's M-O-R-A from 2014 2022. They have a son and a daughter. Sadly, Mike Mora died from stomach cancer on March 14th, 2022. He was only 37 years old. So what is Khalees doing now? We don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. But you can hear her song Milkshake on the Bounty Paper Towel commercial. And that commercial was aired on the radio back in 2021. So I know I've been listening to that song. And then all of a sudden, they stopped the record or the 45 single. And, <laughs> and the announcer said, spilt your milkshake quick, the quicker picker upper. <laughs> so if you hear that song, just remember the Bounty Paper Towel commercial. Now, this Next artist I'm about to bring to you, and yes, she's new. And let me tell you, this girl got soul, Asian soul, that is. And her name was Nahu Yoshioka, who was born on March 8th, 1988 in Osaka, Japan. And she now lives in New York City. She has two older sisters. And Niall had attended arts high school and studied painting and sculpture, and eventually joining a band as a vocalist. She entered a debut recording competition sponsored by a music vocational school and won. She then worked with a vocal trainer and learned more about blues and soul music. So you know it was... It was soul, blues, and jazz music. That was her favorite. After problems at school and coping with her parents' divorce, she eventually dropped out of high school and moved to New York City to pursue a career as a singer. Now, Yoshioka got into the soul scene while spending two and a half years in New York City beginning in 2009. Now, as you know, her favorite was soul and blues and jazz. Now, in 2011, she reached the top 
Dog Round at the Apollo Theater season finals and the final stage at the McDonald's Gospel Fest. In 2012, she was discovered by Naoki Yamanushi, the CEO of Sweet Soul Records, who released her single, Make the Change, from her debut LP, The Light, released on the Sweet Soul Records label on November 13th, 2013. Her next album was called Rising, and that LP or CD was released in Japan. Other albums included Nao Yoshioka and Brian Owens live at the Blue Note, Tokyo, The Truth, and Undeniable. And who were her influences? Her influences was Aretha Franklin, Sam Cooke, Ella James, and Miss Alicia Keys. <laughs> well, let me tell you, as I said, that girl got soul. And I got a chance to see some of her music videos on YouTube. One, she had a couple of her music videos from the LPs that I just mentioned. And the other that she was performing at the Blue Note. Now, in case you may not know, the Blue Note in the NYC in the Greenwich Village section of Manhattan. Their jazz club is located on West 3rd Street between 6th Avenue and McDougal Street in New York City. And they have another Blue Note jazz club, and they open up one in, yes, Tokyo, Japan. So if you want to hear some real smooth jazz, whether it's in Asia, there's a Blue Note Jazz Club in Tokyo, Japan. So, as I said, this girl got soul. So, if you get a chance, download all of her hits from this young Asian soul lady. Yes, and she's doing pretty well. I downloaded a couple of songs from her. It's available now on iTunes and Spotify, and you can also purchase a CD from Amazon.com. And it's a shame that I didn't get a chance to play one of her songs. As you know, Spotify had found out that I was playing too much music on all of my episodes from this year of season two. And, you know, if they will let me slide, I will get a chance to play all of your favorite Asian-American Pacific Islander singers from all genres, including this lady, Nao Yoshioka, and many others. So if there was, I would have gotten a chance to play some of her music and play it to you all in America and all over the world. Now, before I close out, I want to give a shout out to this band coming out of Los Angeles, California, and it's Hiroshima, and that's a smooth jazz and R&B band coming out of Los Angeles, California, and the band was formed back in 1974. Wow, and they'll be celebrating its 50th anniversary, which will be next year. 
They were on many record labels, including Arista, CBS, Sony Music, Quest, Warner Brothers, Wyndham Hill, and Heads Up. In 2013, the band formed their own record label called CD Baby Hiroshima. And yes, the band won a Soul Train Music Award for their best jazz album. The name of their jazz album was called Go. And they won it at the 1988 Second Annual Soul Train Music Awards. And yes, they were the first Asian-American jazz band to perform on Soul Train. Season 18 aired on June 17, 1989. And the name of the song was The Moon is a Window to Heaven. And that song was from the Star Trek V original motion picture soundtrack. And uh, yes, if you love some smooth jazz, make sure you check out Hiroshima. Download all of the greatest hits of Hiroshima, streaming right now on iTunes, Spotify, or you can purchase a CD from Amazon. Well, I hope you enjoyed all of your favorite Asian-American Pacific Islander singers from back in the day and today, whether it's pop, soul, disco, jazz, Caribbean, or hip-hop, you'll get a chance to listen and hear all of your favorite Asian-American Pacific Islander heritage artists. And I hope I educate y'all because there are some Afro-Asians as well as Afro-Filipinos and, yes, Afro-Chinese as well as Chinese-Jamaican and Asian-Jamaican and Filipino-Jamaican. Yes, for the past few minutes, I have been educating you who were your favorite Asian-American Pacific Islander heritage singers, but you may not know, but there are some Afro-Asians out there. So I hope you got a chance to tune in to this very special episode as we celebrate Asian-American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Now to learn more, as I said, download all of your favorite Asian-American Pacific Islander singers streaming online right now. Go to iTunes.com, Spotify.com, and or you can purchase a CD, go to Amazon.com. Well, again, thank you for joining me as I bring you a topic on your favorite Asian-American Pacific Islander singers as we celebrate Asian-American Pacific Islander Heritage Month as I close out this edition of the Black Soul Music Experience. Well, that's about it for this edition of the Black Soul Music Experience. I'm Sam Wilson Jr. Thank you for joining me, and please tune in next week for an all-new episode. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please subscribe by going to anchor.fm slash Samuel-Wilson Jr. slash subscribe. 
And please support my podcast by going to anchor.fm slash Samuel-Wilson Jr. slash support. And please leave your messages by going to anchor.fm slash Samuel-Wilson Jr. slash messages. And don't forget to leave your comments, feedbacks, and your replies by going to my Facebook homepage. Go to facebook.com slash the Black Soul Music Experience Podcast. And you can also tweet me on Twitter at SamWilsonJr66. As always, party, remember this. Reach for the top and your dreams will come true and it can happen to you. From all of us, take care. God bless. Thanks for listening. Have a good week and please be safe.